0: Thank you for joining us for today's show. You can follow us on Facebook or visit our website at BeatitudesChurch.org. Beatitudes Radio, empowering people to enrich society. Today's scripture comes in two parts. Our first part is from Psalm 46, verses 1 through 3. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. Here ends the first reading. And our second reading comes from Psalm 46, verses 9 through 11. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth,
1: For the last nine months, we have two individuals that have consistently been here weekend after weekend. Ryan and Andrea, they're part of our tech team. They make this possible for us to be able to communicate with you. Finally, we've been able to work it out for them to have a break. So today, the sermon you will hear is one that has been pre-recorded. Pastor Jim Meadows, we asked him this last summer if he would record a sermon for us that we could just have in the bank, if you would. And this is that opportunity for us to be able to share with you this very appropriate message, as well as give these two individuals an opportunity to kind of just be refreshed. So I thank Pastor Jim Meadows for the message that you will be hearing, and also for Ryan and Andrea, and all the work they do for Church of the Beatitudes.
2: Good morning, my name is Jim Meadows. I am a uh, retired United Church of Christ pastor, and also a member uh, here at uh, Beatitudes Church, and I'm substituting for Tony today. Consider for a moment all the words and phrases that we have come to know so deeply in our experiences in these last six months. Words like coronavirus and COVID-19 and social distancing. I prefer physical distancing because we can be social even from a distance with all of our video technology these days. Other words and phrases like community spread and contract tracing and self-quarantine, government mandate, N95 surgical mask, PPE, personal protective equipment, economic stimulus post-COVID-19, and the most confusing one of all, the new normal. Most of these expressions are new to us in these last six months. Dealing with the pandemic has been quite a challenge for us, but in truth, it's only the beginning of what we may soon be facing. How do we fulfill our obligation to public education? How do we restore our damaged economy? How do we gather for worship, for concerts, for sporting events, for parades, for, for anything that requires a large gathering and how do we prepare for future epidemics maybe the most powerful word that we hear so much is the word unprecedented who among us could have predicted this pandemic yes we've been warned for years that this could happen but how much attention Did we really pay to it? We've seen other epidemics and pandemics over the the recent years, but certainly not to the scale of this coronavirus. When have we needed and been forced to close down our schools or to shut the doors on our businesses? Not even during the world wars we've experienced have we seen such an impact and our daily lives as COVID-19 has wrought. The other day, someone asked me what my memories as a child were of New Year's Eve. And I got to thinking, gee, we never really had any New Year's Eve traditions. And then it hit me, the Rose Parade. If watching When you watch the Rose Parade, you see the mountains that are in the background, at the foot of those mountains is a town called Algedina, and that's where I grew up. So the Rose Parade was what New Year's Eve was all about. My father used to park a truck in, a, in an uh, auto dealership, and we'd all climb up on the, the flatbed of the truck with a hibachi and spend the night waiting for the parade in the morning. One year, I sold programs at the parade and as a sophomore in high school, I got to march in my high school band in the parade. Rain or shine, we always had the Rose Parade. But believe it or not, there will be no Rose Parade on January 1st, 2021. What we are faced with in these times is one in an inconvertible, inevitable, constant. And that is something we can't avoid, and that is change. Try as we might to keep things normal, whatever normal is, other than a setting on your washing machine. Or even if you'd like to have things like they were in the good old days, things will change. Of that, we can be certain. Some change we can predict pretty easily. We know that our technology will advance, our our medicine, our outbreak, our breakthroughs in medicine will advance. They will continue. Our lifespans will get longer as a result of that. And we've learned how many ways we can communicate having to stay at home and, and relate to each other technologically. There will be more of those as well. But some change we can't predict. We couldn't predict this pandemic. And we can't predict how much more there will be of it, what its long lasting effect will be on us and on our world. We need to remember that this is not an epidemic in the United States. This is a pandemic, a worldwide crisis that will affect all the nations of the world for years to come. So, what do we do with this inevitable change which we can't predict that is coming our way? Well, we have three options. We can do our best to try to predict the unpredictable. We can throw our hands up in despair and fall into fear and depression or we can leave that unpredictable change in the hands of that higher power in whatever form of it we embrace. Years ago, I used to lead discussions in an inpatient center for the treatment of alcoholism and other drug addiction in Sacramento, California. As a clergy person, my job was to lead discussions on the second and the third steps of AA's 12-step program. And I offer those things that I learned from that and how those steps plus step one has helped me throughout my life. Let me remind you of what the steps are, those first three steps. First one is step one. We admitted we were powerless over alcohol and our lives had become unmanageable. Step two, we came to believe in a power greater than ourselves that could restore us to sanity. And step three, we made a decision to turn our lives and our will over to the care of God as we understood him. We are powerless over this pandemic. Try as we might, we take all the necessary precautions. But in the end, the coronavirus is going to go where it wills to go, no matter what we try to do to eradicate it. Yet we can come to believe in a power greater than ourselves and greater than this pandemic that can restore us to some sort of sanity amid the chaos and the uncertainty. And finally, we can turn our lives and our will over to the care of this divine power to see us through these days. One of my favorite hymns is, Great is Your Faithfulness. And two of the lines have really helped me throughout my life, especially when it comes to being concerned about the future. First of those lines is, all I have needed, your hand has provided. Have you ever had just the right person come into your life just as the, at the right time you needed that person? Have you ever had some good fortune come your way that you in no way could have predicted or expected? Call it what you want, but I believe that there is some sort of force or power out there that makes available to us what we need if we are open to it. The second line from that hymn, Great is Your Faithfulness, says, strength for today and hope for tomorrow. That line really gets to me, especially at times like these. It is that strength and hope that gets us through the tough, uncertain days. We see those qualities in our frontline workers, in our hospitals, in our care centers, in our first responders, in our school teachers, and all of those who put themselves at risk and in harm's way for the rest of us. As we understand the divine presence among us, let us be unafraid to let go of trying to figure it all out and trust in that strength and in that hope grounded in the creator's love and in jesus life for us and for all generations amen
0: thank you for joining us for today's show you can help us to continue this program by making your donations at BeatitudesChurch.org backslash online-giving. Beatitudes Radio, empowering people to enrich society.